Do you wanna know? Oh. Yep. Listen to my perils and strife. Welcome all my friends and foes. You know who you are. This is C-Bleezy Knows. I'm the aforementioned C-Bleezy. I'm the one who we're talking about. I'm the one who knows. That's me. I'm C-Bleezy. What's up? Hey, everybody. It's been a while. It was a while last time, and it was a while of time before that. So, I don't know what to tell you. That's how it goes here around here. I'm a loose cannon. You can't control me. You've been trying, but you can't. No, 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 no. Uh, check it out. I did a whole bunch of stuff this summer. I'm trying not to swear. So here's the thing. I talk to you guys like you're my friends. Because you is. Uh, but I swear with my friends. Because I'm a, I'm a young man in my mid-twenties. And uh, is it your late twenties once you're past 25? That would make sense, right? Or do, I mean, what, what the hell does that word mean? Late. 20s yeah so i'm in my late 20s yikes and uh i pal around you know with my friends we do you know we talk and we use vernacular that is uh perhaps seen as offensive uh and so when i talk to y'all uh i kind of want to use that language because you're my friends and we're palling around um and here's the thing i don't have sponsors anymore at all is that true? I like when I look off to the side and I go, is that true? Like there's somebody over there? There's not. There's a valve trombone that I've used a total of one time over there. Hey, valve trombone, do I have sponsors? He said no. Or she. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't I don't really care. But I want to be I want to be mindful because I got middle school and high school students who listen to this stuff. So I'll try not to swear. But if I do, you know what? See, I wanted to swear right there because that'd be funny and comedic, but I'll, I'll do my best. And, you know, if I'm if I'm jazzed up, I'm going to do it. So, sorry. I know, I know you're like, this is my idol, and he's such a good example for the upstanding citizen. And all of my teachers and my uh, colleagues, they tell me, oh, well, check out this guy. He's a good person to model your life after. Don't worry about that. Don't idolize people. Just live your life, okay? I really see what's happening here. I'm jazzed up. All right. So anyway, did a lot of stuff this summer. And uh, while I was on the road, I did a lot of stuff this whole freaking year. Uh, And all over on the road, people came up to me and they said, when's the podcast coming back, man? And I was like, the podcast, there's only a few hundred people who listen to that. And they're like, well, I'm one of them. And I'm like, oh, damn, like, you actually like that thing? Like, I, most people don't listen. But it turns out the people who do listen freaking love it. So I thought, okay, I'm coming back. And and there was one guy I saw after, I'm guessing, uh, they all kind of run together, but I think it was a uh, drum corps show in Allentown. Could have been DCI East, maybe one of, one of the nights. I don't remember if it was the first or second night. And uh, I was out near the buses with all the drum cores. Oh, it must have been the second night because the first one rained out. So maybe I narrowed it down. I think there was a dude after the second night 
of the Drum Corps International Eastern Classic in Allentown, Pennsylvania at the J. Bernie Crumb Stadium. Uh, and he was like, man, I just gotta say, I love the podcast. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, I wish you would do more. I was like, you know what? If I, if I, you know, come back and I, I do another episode, then you're, you're going to know it was, it was because of you. Cause I, I really kind of just gave up on it cause people weren't really listening. But then again, like who I'm such an asshole. Cause like th- there's a, like 400 or 500 people who listen to this thing. Like, that's not no, but that's a quite a few. If anybody else was starting a podcast and they had five hundred people listen, they're like, "Well, that's not worth it." Like, what a jerk! But uh, so I appreciate all you guys for listening, and uh, I just felt like I went through a whole bunch of uh, versions of this thing. It was like started out with Jerome. I know you guys who listened from the beginning. You miss Jerome. I miss Jerome. Uh, and I, I actually talked to him about bringing him back and talking about what he's been up to because we actually we haven't really even talked that's the thing like he was one of my best friends he's one of my best friends even though we haven't talked uh and uh, you know we we went through college together for through undergrad and stayed in touch while he was at manhattan school of music for his grad work and then he went off to amsterdam and you know started doing crazy trumpet things and so i actually haven't talked to him so it would be really fun uh to get him back on the pad- podcast and actually catch up in real time with you guys because I don't really know what he's been up to. Um, so that was like version 1.0 of this podcast. And then Jerome went off and I, you know, tried to keep it up. I would come back in even with him or without him and just kind of do these little episodes where I was thinking like, oh, I have a cool take on this thing, this topic. Like, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, it was usually food or like free thinking and religion and that kind of stuff. Uh, and... That was kind of lame too for me. I you guys may have liked it, but for me, I was like, "What? What do I really have to say? I'm twenty some years old. Like, you don't care. And if you do, but you like, you shouldn't. What do I know? But uh, yeah. So I was kind of over that because not because I didn't have anything else to say. It was more like the stuff I was really jazzed up about was the same every week. I was like, "Check this out. Nutrition. I'm a nutritarian. I eat vegetables. Isn't that cool?" And then the next time I'd be like. I think people should think for themselves and not follow other people's, you know, thoughts and ideas and be interested in skepticism and science. But that's the, that didn't change, you know? Zero waste stuff. I guess that kind of came in through that. That's, yeah, that definitely happened while I, was, while I was doing the podcast. So I never really talked about that, I don't think. Uh, but again, like, that stuff doesn't really change. That's my life. That's what I do. Um... And I don't know how interesting it would be to hear me talk about that every single week. So I kind of just gave up on that. And then I was like, I bet I have some cool ideas. And I, was, I heard some podcasts that I love and they had call-ins. And I was like, let's do that. And so I went on YouTube and I live streamed these things on YouTube because I figured more people would watch and listen. And they did. Uh, and then I opened up the Skype line for people to talk. But like... Yeah, there's there's no real personality for the podcast yet. And so the people who called in, like, they're really amazing, like, fans. And they're awesome. Friends, not fans. And we had these little talks, but it was more like, I want to just, like, get to know these people. I was like, I don't want to, like, sell you on my podcast. Like, let's turn off the podcast. I'd be like, oh, what are you up to? Like, 
it wasn't very interesting conversation. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like I should just have people call in and like, tell me about times they pooped their pants, you know? <laughs> like, that's what I really want. Like, who cares if like, you're an interesting person if you've pooped your pants before in public or not in public, just as an, as not an adult necessarily, but not as an infant. Uh, so if you've pooped your pants, I want to hear about it. <laughs> I have, I've done, I've done it, uh, what, twice in my adult life, but I was sick. I don't know if it counts. So yeah, that was, I kind of was like, that's kind of lame too, but I figured out all the tech, which was kind of cool. Like, I now know how I can do that if I have a cool idea where I want people to call in for something or if I do a live show and I want people to call in during that, like that could be kind of cool. And now I've kind of ironed out the tech where I could figure out how to do it. So that was helpful. But again, I was like, "Mm, this didn't really do it for me and I wasn't feeling it. So I gave up again and now I'm back and I'm just talking and whatever hits me, hits me. I did have this idea to go through, um, published uh scientific journals and find the cool like new science in music and so i think i will end up doing that because that's super interesting uh and we usually just get the headlines it's like uh you know students who studied piano for a year do better on standardized standardized tests and you're like cool like that's what I wanted, so I'm going to believe it, and we're going to talk about it and never actually read the study. So I'm going to read the studies, and uh, the problem with that stuff is you actually have to like subscribe to the the um, like journal in order to actually read the study. And so that's why like a lot of the times we just read the headlines or the synopsis, and we're like, okay, I got it. But I actually want to like dig in and see what they did and how they ran their studies and if they had... like. Um, any anomalies that did like super bad and they just threw them out or I don't know. So I'm going to look into that. There's a couple different journals that, that do quarterly reports on that stuff. And I think that'd be fun for us to kind of dig into. We actually learn something together. That might be a good reason for this podcast to exist. Uh, there's this little awesome thing that's not little at all. And I'm just like trying to build it up because I'm really excited about it instead of just tell you about it. But I'm just going to tell you about it now. Uh, I did like a actually, I don't know how long it is. I'm guessing a couple hours. It might be more than a couple hours, to be honest with you. But uh, with Jim Nova. And if you don't know who that is, uh, check him out. He does... Um, these John Williams multi-tracks. So very, very similar to some of the stuff I do where I do like, you know, the four-part trombone arrangements. Sometimes I'll do more. He'll do like 16-part trombone arrangements of John Williams tunes or he, he has this album uh, from Dark to Light. Is that what it's called? Hold on. I have the cover right over here. Let me scooch. Just listen to the sounds of me scooching. I bet that's really good. Uh, a Fall from Light to Dark. A fall from light to dark, um, and it's it's just all this this whole musical interpretation of Star Wars. Now, I'm not super familiar with Star Wars. Uh, pretty familiar, but not super familiar as far as the music goes. I'm familiar, but uh, part one, the rise; part two, the fall. Um, and so, yeah, he's got all these, and you know, there's like Imperial March and. Uh, the main theme and all the all the hits, but then there's also some some deeper cuts that are really awesome, uh, just musically. And uh, so yeah, it's this whole trombone 
interpretation of of that but he's he's done superman and greenhorn and all sorts of stuff um and uh yeah so he has that album and i was in pittsburgh uh performing at duquesne university for doing a little master class there and so i went over to his place a couple days later while i was still in town and uh we did an interview and so i have a video of it that i will edit together and do like little snippets from like the really interesting parts for um the international trombone festivals like promotion for next year because he will be doing a whole bunch of that stuff he'll be doing i think he's doing like a a condensed version of the entire album live uh for one of the evening concerts it might be the final concert of the, the festival i'm not super sure i think that might be right uh and so he's super excited i'm super excited we're all super excited about that that'll be like a super awesome thing and it'll be live ton of trombones it's gonna be awesome uh and so you know i was trying to promote that and so i went over and and interviewed him and so i'll be cutting that up and putting that on the official trombone festival site uh and youtube page so you can follow them if you want to see some of those but i was thinking i might just release the whole interview over here and by I was thinking, I mean, I am going to do that. Uh, so you could hear the whole thing because he has some super interesting stories about meeting John Williams and, uh, you know, how he got started. And, you know, he's the second trombonist in the Pittsburgh Symphony and he's an awesome dude. So uh, it's it's a cool story. Uh, and, you know, we love trombone players over here. So uh, if you guys enjoy that, after that comes out, that's long form interview uh, conversation stuff, uh, then I'll do more of those because I got all sorts of friends that are amazing trombonists with crazy awesome stories. Uh, you know, I asked them things like, uh, what's, what was like a nightmare gig or, you know, your first professional gig, things that are like, uh, relatable, (laughs) uh, and not just, you know, oh, you're amazing. Cool. Which I did a fair amount of that too. But, uh, yeah. So Jim Nova, that'll be coming up. Uh, I'm waiting until the Trombone Festival registration's open, so I think that's January, uh, and I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of that stuff. So uh, I've got all sorts of people I'll be interviewing and releasing that stuff at the beginning of next year. Um, but yeah, I uh, I did all sorts of stuff. What did I do this year? I went to Russia. Oh my gosh, amazing. I saw their election. That was cool. I'll end up putting up uh, more of those videos. I'm planning on doing like a throwback December where I... I put up all these vlog videos that I forgot to edit or ran out of time. My gosh, this year's been busy. Let me tell you. Whew. It's a good thing, but I'm kind of like, I kind of want to just be home. Because I was thinking, I'm like, I want to just sit and like talk and do a podcast. And I just don't have time. I, I don't even have time right now. I just decided to do it. I was sitting here. I finished a couple projects. And I was like, all right, time to start the next one. And I was like, you know what? Let me get this microphone. I got a, I got a new microphone. How awesome do I sound? It's all crispy. Uh, I'm working on a new single. Working on a new single, and that's why I bought the microphone, because my writing partner, uh, who lives in San Diego now, uh, was like, we. I went out there for a week before the trombone festival this year. Went out to San Diego, spent a week with him, and we wrote this song, started recording it, and then it was like, we're, we could like we could finish recording it this week and really, really rush it, or we could take our time. And I was like, let's take our time. And so I got back home and I started recording stuff. And he was like, could you buy a new microphone? Because I was just using a SM58. 
And so I bought this microphone. And it's awesome. I'm a big fan. Sorry, I'm looking around at it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, a Rode NT1-A. And uh, it's perfect for my voice. I don't know. It's it's a nice all-around mic, and I'm very happy with it. And we'll see how it sounds on this format, but I've been super happy with it for everything I've done. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm working on the single. It's really vulnerable. If, for those of you who haven't heard my album, Half Man, Half Machine, available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, uh, check out track one, Power Down. It's the one that I, I do a snippet of um, at the end of all my YouTube videos which is like pretty good branding. Like good job me for doing that and and consistently putting it at the end of all my videos. Although I feel like maybe it's so monotonous, like it's so much and it's just there every single time that people don't actually listen to what it is. It's just background music at that point and it's like the words are so fast and they don't actually like process that. I'm saying like, check out my album because it's this and it's cool. But anyway, uh, that first track, Power Down, uh, was my favorite track on the album. It's super vulnerable. It was the last kind of last one I wrote that was really a struggle because it was supposed to, you know, set the tone for everything and wrap everything together in a nice bow. I think I mixed my metaphors. Uh, but it's talking about my relationship with technology and it's talking about my relationship with um, my audience and it's talking about... Um, my feelings about all of that and my perceived feelings from everybody who's listening to it. It's kind of meta, but super real and uh, totally my feelings about everything. And so I got back into the studio with him this summer and we started writing. I kind of wanted to do three songs just so I could put something out. Uh, We ended up just working on one song because we felt super strong uh, connection to it and the con. Uh, content matter was vulnerable and amazing and we just kept saying like there are there are things we want to say in this song it's like it, it's like a love song but um there are things we want to say in it and we can't have it be uh cliche and so we just started um every time we came up with a line that was like super accurate like um like uh what's what's a good cliche that we had to throw out like um we we can uh you know whatever you want baby like that kind of like vibe which is just like you know we can do whatever you want uh we would just have to throw out these like awful cliches that's just like it it doesn't matter oh what was that one direction song like that's what makes you beautiful like that it's just one big cliche that song and it doesn't even make sense logically right you're like uh you don't know you're beautiful. That's what makes you beautiful. What? Like, uh, paradox. So, but it's, it works. And there are parts of that where I'm like, that's what, like, that's what I'm trying to say. But it's been said so many times before. And it's disingenuous because it's said in this pop setting. That's just like, you know, these are one liners that sound nice in song form. And so we had to throw them out or rewrite them, even though they were perfect for what we were trying to say, because we, we didn't want to fall into the trap of like, oh it's just a cliche like that's a nice that's a nice thing that people say we wanted it to almost feel a little awkward to say so it's more conversational and it makes you actually think about the lyrics rather than just like oh i know what that means i've heard that a million times um and so the whole song 
Like we had to just make it feel conversational and kind of awkward and then put that back together and make it flow and sing well and and turn into a nice sounding song. And what we've come up with, and, and I've still been tweaking and he's working on some of the backing tracks for it still, is so awesome and vulnerable and amazing and says exactly what I wanted it to say. Um, and it's not cliche and... It says stuff that I've never heard a pop song say. Uh, So I'm really excited about it, if that's not obvious enough. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to release it or why or how, if I'm going to put a video to it. I I don't really care right now. I'm just working on the song and making it really what it needs to be. Um, But it's funky and and amazing. So uh, I don't know. I'm kind of over making albums uh, because, you know, if if I put this song on an album, then... It's going to lose some of the uh, value, you know, because it's like now it's one of a bunch of songs and people will have their favorites and they'll compare them against each other. And it's this whole thing where it's like they can't all be winners. And if I just do singles, they kind of can and they can kind of have their own um, weight and so I don't know if I'll, I'll always have that view or if maybe eventually I'll have a bunch of these singles and I'll put them together or whatever. I don't know. But for now, I'm kind of like, I did Half Man, Half Machine. That was a crazy, crazy process and emotionally draining and physically draining, monetarily draining. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I didn't take shortcuts. But uh yeah, I think putting that amount of time into one single will be will just be better, and then I could put it on YouTube and have everybody enjoy it. Release the single on Spotify for people to listen to, and all that all that good stuff. Um, so we'll figure that out. But I'm excited for you all to hear it eventually. <laughs> eventually, uh, my writing partner Will Prinzi, he's in Japan right now, so actually he might be getting back very soon. But uh, yeah, so. There you have it. Been working with the marching band uh, this past fall. We're wrapping up in a couple weeks, end of, end of October. Uh, so that's been fun. Uh, again, just like just keeps me busy and keeps me out of the studio, and that's not super fun for me. I want to just be back here so I could do stuff like this. And, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm not feeling the YouTube stuff, I can pop on the podcast and talk about my feelings and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep you for too much longer. It's been 20, 25 minutes or so. So uh, we're going to call it there. But, uh, yeah, I, I would love to jump on more often if I if I have 15 or 20 minutes to talk to y'all. Um, if you want to do me a favor. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I listen to podcasts all the time. They always say, if you could rate and review, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and the reason is because they have sponsors. And that's all they look at is the reviews. I don't really care because I don't have sponsors. That's right. I don't have sponsors. Uh, isn't that right, Valve Trombone? He says, yay. Um, and so that means I can do whatever I want, and I don't really care about the reviews, and I'm just going to do whatever I want. So if you rate and review, uh, I will look at it, and I will read it, and we'll talk about it together. It's, it's your way to 
kind of contact me and talk about how you're feeling about the show and that there's topics you want me to talk about, then I'll talk about them. Uh, so you can comment on, I guess, SoundCloud if you want to go over there. Uh, if you rate on iTunes, you tell me how you're feeling about it. Like, well, this sucks. I'm out of here. I'll be like, that's a weird thing to say about a free podcast and a lot of work to actually get to that point. So anyway, I don't know. That's what's happening. I wonder if I can make it over to the piano. Do like that outro. I used to do an outro. Sound, sound, go. If I turn this up. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Oh my gosh, but I haven't played that. Hmm. Let's see if I remember. See Bleezy Knows. Uh, now I remember how the theme song goes. And uh, I hope you join me next time. Will it be next week? Uh, unlikely. But maybe. Who knows? Subscribe and, 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 you know, do the whole thing on the podcast apps. And you'll know when I know, which is when I release it. Should I just release this right now? It's the middle of the night. That'd be ridiculous. Yes, I'm going to do that. Because uh, otherwise, I'll never do it. I have a whole bunch of podcasts. I shouldn't even tell you guys this. I have a whole bunch of these that I've literally recorded and was like, that was stupid and then never released it. <laughs> I just was like driving and talking to myself about like, I don't know, feudal existence and weird shit. So. All right. Uh, goodbye.